It's Tuesday, the 27th of February, 2024. Welcome to the Fast Five Business News by Fear and Greed, where we give you the top five business stories you need to know in just five minutes. I'm Michael Thompson, and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Good morning, Michael. Sean, five stories, five minutes. Let's get going. Story number one, Parliament is back in session with the cost of living and migration intake centre stage as opinion polls show little good news for the government. It's an important week for the government. The by-election in the Victorian seat of Dunkley, vacated following the very sad death of Labor MP Peter Murphy, is on next weekend. There's tax cuts to legislate, an overhaul of the higher education system, a cost of living crisis, and plenty of debate over the number of migrants allowed into Australia and what that means for the housing sector. Question time kicked off yesterday with the coalition grilling the government about the half million visas granted last year and how Labor would manage the pressure on the nation's housing stock and other infrastructure. It's what we're going to get plenty of in coming months, debate about the cost of living as both sides ready for an early election, notwithstanding Prime Minister Anthony Albanese over the weekend, Michael, made it very clear he wants to run for the full term. One other aside, yesterday, Nationals leader David Littleproud said Barnaby Joyce won't be in Parliament this week following the footage of the MP lying on a Canberra street a few weeks ago affected by alcohol and medication. And just quickly, Sean, there's been uh, several polls out in the past few days, suggesting that all that good news about tax cuts uh, a few weeks ago hasn't really boosted Labor's popularity. Given eight and nine Australians will receive more money from 1 July this year, that's a bit of a surprise. The Australian's news poll shows that Labor's primary vote has dropped 33% and Prime Minister Anthony Albanese's approval ratings remain in negative territory, though the government retains its lead over the opposition on two-party preferred basis, 52% to 48%. The group that's actually doing better are the independents, and that includes the Teals. They gained about 13% of the primary vote, Michael. Okay, moving on to story number two now, Sean, and higher sales at Dan Murphy's and BWS and an improvement in food and beverage turnover at its pubs has helped Endeavour Group improve its top line, but net profit fell nearly 4% for the second half of last year. Now, this business has been more interesting for its boardroom intrigue than what's actually happening on the ground, really. Spun out of Woolies, last year, major shareholder Bruce Matheson, senior, who owns 15% of the company, went on the attack about the board's performance. Ultimately, Chair Peter Hurl stepped down and Mr. Matheson's son, Bruce Matheson Jr., who's on the board, said he'll leave in the next couple of months. Peace in our time, sort of. Anyway, the cost of living crisis is hurting the group, though it's been able to push sales higher, albeit on lower cost products. Christmas was good for the pubs business, though there's been little sales growth this year. Endeavour's share price closed down nearly 3.5% yesterday. On to story number three, US-based Alcoa has made a $3.3 billion bid for ASX-listed Illumina, and the CEO of the Aussie company has given his support. Yeah, so Alcoa and Illumina are partners already in a portfolio of assets. This takeover has been talked about for about 20 years. The bid yesterday is at a 9.5% premium to Illumina's average share price over the past year, but it's not much more than a 10% premium to its closing price last Friday. And Illumina's share price is 60% lower than it was five years ago when Illumina prices were much higher. Now, one of the company's largest shareholders, Alan Gray, who's a fund manager, not a person, has struck a deal to sell into the script bid, according to media reports. If consummated, the deal will bring a global portfolio of bauxite mines, alumina refineries, and aluminium smelters under one ownership. Alumina Managing Director Mike Ferraro suggested he'd support the deal if no better offer emerges. Alumina is aluminium oxide used in mining material sciences and ceramics. The company's share price closed up 7% yesterday. 
And that wasn't the only bid announced yesterday, Sean, which leads us neatly into story number four. Aussie Broadband has bought a nearly 20% stake in rival internet broadband provider Superloop and has made a $466 million indicative takeover bid. Yeah, in telco world scale matters, Aussie Broadband has been a success story of recent years with its share price up more than 50% over the past 12 months, including a surge last week after it released its results, showing that it had increased its share of the broadband market. It wants to take on the likes of Telstra, Optus, Vodafone, etc. The all-share takeover proposal is part of Aussie Broadband's effort to become a scale player with more than 1 million broadband subscribers. A condition of the bid is that it receives the full backing of the Superloop board. Finally, story number five. How about this one, Sean? Chinese electric vehicle group BYD has debuted its most expensive car, a high-performance, fully electric supercar pitted against options offered by Ferrari and Lamborghini. The Yangwang U9 will initially be for the China market and will sell for about $350,000. That's Aussie dollars. The car can hit 100 kilometres in 2.36 seconds and reach a top speed of 309 kilometres an hour. BYD became the biggest EV seller globally in the last quarter of 2023, while it's better known for making affordable EVs, it actually has a luxury brand called Yang Wang. It's also got a Feng Cheng Bao. That's another luxury brand it runs. Yang Wang started delivering cars in late November. It's got one model, a luxury sports utility vehicle known as the U8 that sells for about $230,000. For their part, Ferrari hopes to launch its first EV late next year, and Lamborghini's not looking at it till about 2028. All right, there we go. The top five business stories in five minutes. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Michael. It's Tuesday, the 27th of February, 2024. Remember to hit follow on the podcast. And if five minutes isn't enough, you can find our longer daily show called Fear and Greed Business News wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was the Fast Five Business News by Fear and Greed. Have a great day. Hold up. 